So I'm going to start a rewatch where I'm going to compare the comics to the shows that come out in their name. So I'm going to start with Invincible. So Invincible Season 1, Episode 1, I'm going to compare the first episode with where it gets to in the book. Okay, so the show has a lot of great elements to it, just like the comic did. But the comic is probably one of my favourite of all time. So I had really high hopes for the series. The first episode opens with the Mauler twins attacking the White House and the Guardians turning up. What I like about the scene is that the Guardians of the comic are a little bit of a joke. They talk about them being the world's best heroes but you never actually get to see them in action. Whereas the series really wanted to show that they were a force to be reckoned with and for good reason. They're basically a JLA parody and it was a good shout. And it it was brought into the show, basically, where they were forced to be reckoned with, to show just how powerful Omni-Man actually was. So, the comic, on the other hand, opens with a glimpse of the future. It shows Invincible carrying someone away who looks like they're strapped up with a bomb. Who then explodes, sending Invincible into the snow. It then pans to the toilet scene, so it goes back in time, which... um, is present in the series, although the series Debbie pushes the boundaries bursting in on Mark. It then shows Omni-Man on TV saving people, which is very similar to the series. Um, a couple of things are completely different. Um, we have Mark's best friend, who's William, who in the book is an overcompensating straight guy, whereas you know in the series he is openly gay, which he eventually does get to that point in the book, but it's not for a while. Um, not sure why they changed this it doesn't really bother me whatsoever because I know that he was going to get to this point I feel like when the book came out Kirkman maybe didn't want to push the boundaries too much because he obviously wanted to carry on the book but obviously once the book got really popular he was then able to do exactly what he wants maybe they thought the diversity they should get to it a little bit sooner it doesn't bother me one way or the other I feel like I know that he gets there, and actually, I, I quite like the the camp best mate who is up for anything. Basically, I think it, I think it's great. Um, Mark gets to the Bergamot job a lot quicker in the comic as well, and um, he discovers his powers quite quickly. It's pretty much exactly the same way. He throws the you know the bag of rubbish into space. The, the main thing that I love off the bat about the series is that it jumps right into the, the flying aspect and it makes it look so cool. The scenes where Mark flies are completely awesome. The cityscapes are amazing. So the initial flying scene is pretty cool in the series. It's showing him, he, he like it's like he can't control it, like gravity is like taken over completely and he ends up in space, he ends up passing out and ends up coming back down to Earth with a bump. Um, Mark suiting up in the yeah in the awful costume comes quite quick in the comic also gives me Spidey vibes you know where he's you know especially Tom Holland's Spidey is pretty similar in looks you know with the goggles and stuff like that um, it goes down pretty much the same way with the Titan the big stone guy robbing the bank um, with the two guys um, the Amber scenes in the first episode don't go down in the comic whatsoever Amber is white in the comic and is barely a secondary character. Uh, she's basically gone by the time they go to college. So I'm hoping they don't try and make her into more of a character than she deserves. As I'm really hoping that they keep the Mark and Eve thing going. Spoiler, by the way, they do end up together. In case you didn't know. 
Um, that said, I'm up to date with the second season thus far, and Amber is getting better. I feel like she's a bit of a comeback character, you know, because she was really annoying in this first series, really annoying. Um, he meets Art the same way, so Art's the guy who um, creates the super suits. Um, he does fight the school bully, bully, but he wins rather than getting his ass kicked in the series. In the comic, um, the principal is the one who helps him come up with the name, saying, you're not invincible, you know. Whereas in the series, Nolan comes up with it. Not sure if it was a bit of a cop-out, so that he didn't have to, you know, like, pay another voice actor, but who knows. Um, the way his dad explains Viltrum is pretty similar in both the series and the comic. When Mark meets the team, the teen team, it goes down differently than in the series. In the comic... Mark goes out for a late night flight and comes across the maulers stealing some equipment from um, a shop. The team intervene. Mark recognizes Eve, same as the series, and goes up to them in the um, goes up to her in school. What I quite like about the comic, whereas you know, to the series, is that the first couple of issues of the comic have an overlying story, which it's not just Mark finding his powers and you know. The dad being a bit murderous, um, but there is a, you know, there is actual a superhero story in there. There is a, a mystery to be solved. People are being strapped up with bombs, being blown up, murdered, and taken out a load of people. Um, so that I feel like that's what I like, and I kind of like the overshadowing thing right at the beginning of the book. Whereas the series, I kind of feel like it's focusing on, you know getting to the point there's no real overlying issue i don't think right off the bat whereas i feel like the book gets to that pretty quick the end of the first episode focuses in on mark putting on the suit and be truly becoming invincible and the flying scenes in that are just like really really cool i love the barrel rolls all that the animation's really on point in that and that's what's me. Don't get me wrong. I, I do like the comic book, but I don't get that feel about the flight and everything. And you know, it's definitely worth a watch just for the cinematic scenes in that bit. And um, the end of the first episode also shows the Guardians being taken out by Omni Man. You know what? If even if you didn't like the book, which I, I don't get how that is even possible, watching this episode just for this fight scene is just brilliant. It was so well choreographed, so well directed. Animation is truly on point. So obviously the comic takes much longer to get you, yeah, get to know that Nolan is being the big bad guy. It doesn't happen until issue seven of the comic. So realistically, I kind of feel like to get to this point in the episode, we've gone through maybe two issues of the comic book thus far. I kind of feel like because obviously... The book goes over stuff, but obviously doesn't have as much time to get to the point. So, the, uh, this battle is really, really good. It's just like the uh, imagine, imagine Superman fighting the Justice League, and it's just it's so good. Like they put up a decent fight. I think that's the diff. There's so much, so that's the biggest difference in it in the book. Nolan takes them out, the Guardians out, with no bother. He, like, snaps necks, he rips them apart, he squashes heads. And he does that in this episode, but they they put him down. They put him in hospital for, for a week at least, you know what I mean? So, 
I really do think that that is probably one of the best fight scenes I've seen. And definitely in this series, up you know, there are some really good fight scenes in this series, to be fair. So I'm just I'm just gonna say I, I think that this is probably the best best off the bat that you're probably gonna get in any series. I kind of feel like it's got all the you know all the gore of the boys and none of the limitations because they can literally it's a cartoon, they can literally do what they want with it and it's it it's just truly brilliant. The bit where the Flash character um What's his name? Red Rush and Nolan's got him by the head and he's squashing his head and he's punching him in the chest and he actually does damage to Nolan, do you know what I mean? And then Nolan pops him like a yeah, you know, like a grape. It's just brilliant. It's blood gore. Just brilliant. So that wraps up episode one of the series and covers issues one and two of the comic. Both have their good points. The flying in the series is epic. Guardians versus Omni Man in the series is just brilliant. Blood, gore, eyes popping from faces. What more could we ask for? Ideally, the character of Amber will get better and I won't hate her as much because I I really feel like she's probably got a lot to offer. And I think the thing that bugs me about the series sometimes is though that I know what's coming. Do you know what I mean? It's a good thing and a bad thing now in the future, obviously. So I will keep watching and I will hopefully be surprised by something hopefully they change something down the line not too much because i i know what's coming and it's going to be hopefully an epic ride because there's so many good things coming to invincible so i'll keep watching and i will keep comparing the series to the comic 